Candle Coven. I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn from Bijou Candles. And, and this, this is, is the Candle, Candle Coven, Coven podcast. podcast. Let's light some candles, get cozy, and talk at it. Why do I have this memory of this song? From like the 90s that goes now this is going to sound preposterous because mm. I cannot is this a real memory I don't know is there a song that goes stick a microphone up my butt because in the front stick a microphone up my butt what am I thinking about I gotta Google in the front I is this a song like my sister made up it I'm sounds having- like it could be a jubby classic it sounds like it's from like um, like a show on Nickelodeon. Is it? It could be your butt. I don't know whose butt. Do you know it what is. I mean? Yeah. Is it from like Salute Your Shorts? I don't know what I'm talking about, but it is a, a vague. You're gonna have to ask Jesse about that one because I feel like she made it up. Boogie in your butt. Boogie in your butt. It's an Eddie Murphy song called Boogie in Your Butt. Oh my god, it would be Eddie Murphy. But I don't know if that's what I'm talking about. Let me see. What am I thinking of? Is it like a song like that? Like a by like an actual <clears throat> like a full song? Alina, I literally am having this like phantom memory of like a ch- a child could be my sister when I'm also a child singing. What is this? This is Boogie in Your Butt by Eddie Murphy. Okay, let's let's see. Can we skip ahead a little bit? If you I don't, don't want mind. to. You- <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let me get the lyrics. So far, this feels like it's right. (laughs) This is definitely what she's referencing. This is it. I'm pretty sure this is that. Hmm. This is the whole song. Go, skip ahead a little bit. Wow. <laughs> this is the whole song. Yep. Are wow. we good on this one? Yeah, I'm good. This, I, I think this has to be this is what the reference is. When's it from? Oh, man. I just want to let you know that it took two people to write that song. It's too, too many. Uh, Boogie in Your Butt by Eddie Murphy. Can somebody? Uh, 1996. That makes perfect sense. Oh, wow. That was way later than I expected. I thought that it was makes 80s. perfect sense. Wow. Yeah, that's... 10 years old is like 10, 11 is prime for a butt song. Oh, yeah. At, at 11? Yeah. Butt jokes for days. And also, now. Still now. Still f- butts are funny. Still butt jokes. Is, are butts ever not funny? Butts and farts are always funny. Right? Farts are always funny. Um, Speaking of farts, <laughs> Elena and I have been, um, d- we decided to uh, learn German. Elena knows <laughs> German from her past. <laughs> Saying that we're learning German is so funny. No, If but, you knew what we were doing. Okay, but we're using, what's the thing? Duolingo. Duolingo. We just decided. Duol. She's my favorite singer. Duolingo. Um, cool by Duolingo. <laughs> Literally, 
there was like a word that had like farts on the end of it. And I'm not mature enough to learn German. Ausfahrt. What is that again? Exit. The Ausfahrt. So it's everywhere. Yeah. Which is so funny. I, I literally was like, I'm not mature enough to learn this language. Yeah. No, it's funny. And it sounds so stupid. I mean. Like, it's embarrassing to speak. I feel embarrassed when I speak it. Why? Because it's like, oh, it's like. Okay, well, for me personally, I'm embarrassed because I can't. I don't think I have developed the right palate. No, it's crazy. You have to. Because I think Chinese. If you you weren't born saying like "Mm, NG, like. Right. You, so many people cannot like. Oh, pick like that up. I still can't say the word for water in Cantonese. And so, I, yeah, I can't do the same. So I can't see yeah. how my tongue isn't hitting in the right spot. Yeah, and it's the same for German. So, yeah, I can't. I'm not. That's why for me, I'm like, I'm like, like I'm trying to hit like the the like that sound without. <laughs> but when I go to do it, I hit it too hard because yeah. I don't have that. I don't have the tenderness. I think you're doing it too forward in your throat. Uh, where is it? It's back more from yeah, the back. Yeah, it's gotta be more from the back. Like you're can, a can you give me like an example? <gasps> like Hop- spitting off the t- the side of the Hoppin'? Titanic, you know? Hobbin. Oh, I see what you're saying. Lower in the throat. Yeah, it's hard. Like you have to like open your throat up. Excuse me. This is I a this yeah. is a children's television exactly. program. Um. Okay. Um. Something else too. Uh, French. I. I uh, don't have quite the mouth for it either. Yeah. Like I can, I can like fake a couple of like le louvre and then I'm done. It's always like back of a throat stuff. It is. Louvre. Whereas like American English is very like. Yeah, you should be very honored and proud that you can do the mass, that you have the mass. The mass accent? Yeah, because uh, that's, you have to like unhinge your jaw. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're simultaneously extremely stressed out and also ex- like couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> the the dichotomy of being from Massachusetts and New England in, in general yeah. is that you are at about a 45 anxiety uh, out of 10, but you also couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. You but you just like fucks. give so many fucks. I don't even know how to it's describe it. It's like the Capricorn it. of states. Interesting. I feel like it. Wants to know about the drama, but it doesn't want the drama. What is the cancer of states? Hmm. Why do I want to say Vermont? Yeah. Something sensitive, sensible. Homebodies. Yeah. Cozy. Beautiful. I like the snow. You like the snow. For about a day. But you know what's weird, though? Because you're a crab. I guess, are you a like blue crab? Like, my first instinct a... was Florida. I was going like, to say Florida, hurts but my heart. I don't think Florida is, a, <laughs> is cancer sign. Yeah. Aquarius. You, you think Aquarius? No, Aquarius is a colder, as a place with more mountains to me. It's really? airier. Yeah. Okay. Up in the, up in the clouds. All right. Well, okay. What What's a sign that's like prone to scamming? This is literally <laughs> just to me, like my synesthetic approach. This is, has nothing to do with any uh, horoscope science, also known as astrology. Yeah, we we get it. It's really like. I just want to say you're not trying to offend anyone. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying these are just literally not even based on anything. Just a feeling I have at the moment. That goes without saying. Like name a sign. I'll just say a state. That goes without saying. Alabama. A-L-A. Virgo. Virginia. Well, that just is obvious. (laughs) Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. That's like a perfect square. Yeah. Whatever one is. Montana. Utah. No, Montana has a face. Does it? I don't know. I forgot about Montana. 
and just until now S- said everyone i know i mean if, oh, you guys, I if you're listening in montana Jocelyn, hello i went to pick up food the other day from yeah. the and the the cashier lady was maybe like in her 50s uh-huh. and i was wearing my like hot pink like retro-y ski gloves right and this woman goes oh do you ski and i was like yeah sometimes <laughs> and um because she and she like pointed at my gloves i was like interesting um and then she was like, well, my nephew lives in Montana and he's on the ski team. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then I walked away. Nice. Like she had to bring up her nephew from Montana. You know what? In this a three stands of conversation. This might be a special nephew from Montana. It came up right away. What do you think his she name was, What do you think his name is? Did she say? Nathaniel. Oh, it's Nathaniel. No, she didn't say. Then we're going to go with Nathaniel. Uh, Nate the Great. Yeah. In the great state of Montana. Isn't Montana gorgeous? Supposedly. I've not been to the center of the country that much. No. The the middle uh the middle third. No, the, I, I try to avoid it, to be all honest. How come? I don't know what's going on. You trying there. to offend a hu- bunch of people in states? Yeah. <laughs> Why? No, no, I'm not. I just I, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> so you're just for my own safety, I'm just like, I don't know. You're scared. Yeah, I'm scared. You're so funny. Why? I mean, I guess America is like kind of a gangster. We're gangsters. Yeah, like a cross country road trip sounds terrifying to me. Do you know why or what recently happened where I was like, wow, America's got something else going on, even though I, we already know that. We know that this is like absolutely a preposterous nation uh, and we're um, hardcore. For hardcore. No reason. We're hardcore. Uh, for, no, for good reason. Because no, we, like that what made us hardcore is for no reason. Like, we oh, just, you're like, saying like we, the genesis a, a of the genesis. Of sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Um, But. We were watching RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world. Oh, my God. And literally the air audibly, verbally, (laughs) physically, emotionally shifted when the American people walked in. Yeah. And they were like, the Brits were like, oh, my God, the minute the American girls came in, it's it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, like their anuses tightened up. Oh, my God. They were were so competitive. Like the Americans walk in, they're like, bow down, bitches. Yeah. America's in town. Fuck off. And every like, do you know that there is like a saying for almost every micro town city in the nation? That's like, bitch, I'm from Tampa. Bitch, I'm from Chicago. Bitch, I'm from New York. And a drag queen has invented all of them. All of them. Because you know why? It's hard to be a person. Bitch, I'm from Toledo. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's just everything is so cutthroat here. It's cutthroat. And we're the only country that really competes for money. Is there anything because called Cutthroat Nation? Because that literally should like, be a thing. There should be a show where we like compete for healthcare. I can't believe that's not yeah, one. It is. It is a show. It's called just being. It's called here. any show with money. It's called go on Instagram and watch people's stories. They're competing for their lives. It's insane. <laughs> what a rat race. What? A, remember that movie? Yes. I literally have not thought of this movie just until this very moment since I've seen it. It was like one is of those- Tom Green in it. You're still you're still thinking of like Euro Trip or something. Huh. I don't honestly, I don't know. Hmm. But um, you know what? Brecken Meyer. Okay. I can't. I'm just throwing names out there. I, the, for some reason I only can only think of Mr. Bean, and I don't even know if that's I think true. He's, I think you're right. I think that's right. Who, by the way, I love Mr. Bean. He's so iconic. I, I watched so me, much Mr. Bean. Me too. Up. He's just like Right? Mm-hmm. How good was all that stuff? It was Mr. Bean, and then I had to watch Two Fat Ladies. Yeah. Did you ever? Oh my but god! Like the Mr. Bean style of comedy was really big in our time. For like sure. We had like Amelia Bedelia. 
very much like, like comedy of yeah. errors with like a silly goose. And then we had like the Naked Gun movies and oh the Hot Shots movies. Oh my god, the Naked Gun movies. Like those were big for and us. And then what's another one like that? Uh, Spaceballs is Spaceballs, kind of goof um, troop like Robin that. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. Um, Princess Bride. Yes, exactly. It's like goofy absurd. Yeah. What's his name? Mel Brooks. Big Brooks. Yep. And oh, that's like, what's his name? Uh, not uh, Frankenstein. Mm. What's that Gene movie? Gene Wilder. Yeah, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Just like kind of like goofy, goof tone. Slapsticks? It's kind of in between like a step in between like our great great grandparents, you know, yeah. was watching. Not great great. I mean, I'm not that young. <laughs> like in the old country? No, I yeah. mean, just like one great. Uh, yeah. Maybe just the grand. They have the television, guys. I have to admit, I'm yeah, not as grades. young as I'm saying I am. No. My mom, no, but I'm. T- uh, what are they called? The Stooges, the three of them. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> it's like that kind of like goofy and like Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch like that? um, ba- that what? The bases, the bases one. Who's on first? Oh yeah. What's that bit? I don't know from something. All right. Comment below. We get that. <laughs> and then we go into like our 60s sort of like Carol sitcom? Burnett sitcom. Like I Love Lucy. Yes. And it, it kind is of kind of still slapstick. That kind of starts it. Yes. It's still slapstick. Because remember the, the grape thing too? Yes. It's very much like goofy. Like yeah. cl- it's still clownery. Physical comedy. Yes. And that because we get the, we start with Charlie Chaplin and the Stooges and this. And it's like. You know, we start to build these like tropes like, oh, then there's buddy comedies. Yeah, I really like physical comedy. I mean, it's so funny. That's why I love things like Miranda. Oh, if anyone hasn't seen the show, it's this British show. And I think it's on like if you have Britbox, you can watch it. It might be on Hulu. Yeah, it's called Miranda. And Jocelyn, I discovered it when we were like in Florida several years ago. We were like looking for shows on the iPad to watch. Right. And we stumbled upon it and we stayed up like all night watching it because it was the funniest show I've like ever seen. You know how like a show is funny and you just kind of like chuckle to yourself and you're amused. We were audibly like chuckling out yeah, loud. I was I, We had to pause the show. It's just so brilliantly funny. Yeah. It's, um, starring Miranda Hart, who is a comedian and actor who you've seen in things like... <laughs> the spy <laughs> who... I cannot believe you're getting one of these. <gasps> love shagged me are you on wait no what's the one with the one that she's oh farts is that it farts are you on nct right fault. now <laughs> I don't know. she was in spy spy it's just spy yes she was in spy she was in um call the midwife which is my yes. favorite show. call the midwife <laughs> Um, and anyway, she's so funny. This is her own show. Is there three seasons of it? Yeah, I think so. It's just Guys, like a half an hour sitcom. It's just preciously good. It's just good it old so fashioned comedy. Funny. You will find yourself quoting the show constantly. It makes me feel comforted. Like there are certain shows that make me feel held. Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Miranda. Miranda and happy endings. Happy endings. Those shows could pull me out of a real funk. You know they what? They really help. Search party. Oh, yeah. 
Big time. Um, Search Party is that watchable. Yeah. But anyways, like I was saying with like the timeline of comedy, and then you start to see like in the 90s and the aughts and through art, it gets so absurd and weird. It gets like the state. The state. You took the words right out of my mouth. It it just starts to get (laughs) right in my mouth. Right in my mouth. It just starts to get weird and absurdist. And like we're almost like observing ourselves because then we get like mockumentary style shit. Yes. We we gain consciousness. The hyper we start awareness. realizing ourselves. We get the internet. We're looking at yes. each other all the time. We're so ridiculous. We We're are. just monkeys. We are so and then ridiculous. Like a, a branch off of this, I think. And I think I always reference this thing as like the thing that shapes the boys of our generation. Okay, and it's jackass. Jackass. Yep. Because that's our that's our the three stooges. Right. Yep. But we just take it that far now. You include incorporate skateboarding. That's what you get. Right. Uh, the, some of the stuff that Jackass has done is truly almost hard to watch. But oh like, my God, yeah. wow. What should, you know what the worst one to me was? Don't say it. Let's say it at the same time. Okay. Okay, ready? One, one two, two, three. Paper cuts. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I actually don't even know if I can talk about it. I Trigger can't. warning, paper, paper cuts. I cannot talk about it. So that's all that I'm going to say. I, it's <gasps> my, I know. Oh, my God. I would, ra- I would literally oh, rather watch no. Steve-O get, <sighs> get a, become diarrhea soup up in the air in a porta potty Oh, I could watch that all day. But I cannot handle the, God, that sequence. What is that? Yep. I don't like it. Oh, Elena, we got to change the subject. I can't think about paper cuts anymore. That was the one that was right there. (laughs) Wait, do you want to know what though? So Elena and I have been using a different gym than we were using before, but this gym is like really there's hardly anybody ever in there, so we bring like a little speaker, Mm. and so we both share our gym music. And what happens in this situation is that neither of us are really getting to listen to the stupid ass songs that we listen to on our own. We're holding back. And, um, because we're masking, like if we're masking, we're masking in the gym. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to find stuff that we both like to work out to. The only thing is RuPaul. It's pretty much RuPaul. It's hard for us to find like a BPM that, because sometimes we'll start with something. And then after a while, I'm like, I can't listen to 90s house anymore because I'm getting bored of the beat. Yeah, but Jocelyn can also work out to like trip hop for some reason, like lo-fi. If it hits the right keys, like you can get down with it. Oh, I can like, like work really out to slow. like Radiohead. Well, no, I, Radiohead has, has some BPMs that if work. If that's the case, then let's add it onto the list. Sure. Because while I do love me a Carly Rae Jepsen, I've heard it. Not enough. I've heard it, though. It's never enough. Um... <laughs> We both agree How on dare things. You. We both something that we both agree on that's not like a traditional workout style song is um, Eyes, Eyes Without, Without a Face, a face by <laughs> Billy Idol. Me and this bitch, we listen to Eyes Without a Face by Billy Idol one hundred times a day, one hundred percent of the time. Uh, Lay you sans visage. It's so good. Oh god, it's so great. It just but that goes into the category of it like hits you right in the butt. Like my heart will go on. That's that one is for you, but I do. I'll allow it. I think it's the most metal song of all time. That now that I agree with. There's a guitar riff, like a, an electric guitar riff. She's like screaming. It's her first take. You, you, you just love feel that. it so much. The drums, the it crescendos throughout the whole thing. Mm, I love that. It just builds. Speaking of builds, um, <laughs> it's 
definitely building the scent up in here. Wow. Because oh, it's well got, done. Because I'm burning the candle of the day. That sequitur was pew, 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 so pew. smooth. <laughs> so the candle of the day is Ingrid Pine and Balsam from the Festive Fades collection, mm. which is currently 25% off on the website while supplies last. You know, these are seasonal, so they will be going you can Soon. pretend it's still Christmas time in this disgusting winter weather. Well, I weather. mean, it's winter, and this is a winter scent. Um, so Ingrid Pine and Balsam, I'm going to read the scent breakdown. Crisp frosted cedar wood and fir needle balsam are made merry and bright <laughs> with sweet apple, orange bitters, and elderberry. <laughs> a touch of refreshing spearmint and a base of warm smoky woods make this the ultimate nostalgic walk in a winter wonderland. What do you think? Lovely. Does that smell like what I, I said? I just loved that Ingrid that you just did, too. Oh, thank you. Old-timey Th- movie. That was definitely not an Ingrid Bergman impression. Isn't she Swedish? Yeah, she is. Um, Wait, th- this one has one of my favorite scent vibes. Oh, yeah. A crackling fireplace, the first snowfall, mm-hmm. watching Home Alone again, and the scent note is, Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! It's just so funny to me. And weekends at the cabin. I love it. It's exactly right. I love it. It's just so refreshing. And I have had many a, a Candle Coven member say, can you keep this all year round? To oh, which I say, them. I tip my hat to them and say, you are correct. I wonder if they're Christmas babies. <laughs> I think that's like, there's nothing better than like that fresh, like that. It's almost like you can smell the cold, fresh air. Yeah. And it, like it revives you. Do you remember those scratch and sniff books that we used to have? Of course I do. Are you asking like me if I remember something one? from yeah. smells? The classic one, and there was one that smelled like pine. It was like a pine needle thing. I'm sure. Yeah. Did it smell kind of weird? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Wait, speaking of, so today is a Q&A episode. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we have been unbelievably mm-hmm. busy. Busy in a way where it is bordering on I'm not okay. Yeah. I am okay. A little too busy. Um. There is so much stuff happening. First and foremost, I just want to say it's going to be a QA and episode until like we can t- yeah. get into deep dives because we want to do proper research on them and we just have not had the moment to do that. Yeah, so but we still want to do a podcast. We surveyed the Candle Coven on Instagram and you guys said, give us a podcast anyways. We'll we'll do Q&A. So you guys sent in some questions. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, I couldn't even be bothered to like do the full setup. We're holding our mics. I'm sorry if there's sounds. But I'm holding my microphone with them. my hand, which feels very natural to me, actually. Interesting. I mean, I want to like. Yeah, I guess you are. Flip the quarter around and be like, zooby zooby yeah. zoo. What's your What's your go to? Um, my zooby zooby. My go to like what? Like my, don't cry for me, Argentina. That's how I feel like singing with a mic. Oh, I love that. I just want to go. Thank you, everybody. We're Sausalito <laughs> from Lost in Translation. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Say said hello. It is Joe Brigby from the BBC here again, <laughs> and we want to give a very warm welcome to Say the very first time on the BBC <laughs> is a top of the pops, which is not on the BBC. But Joel Brigby is a he jumps channels. Yeah, he does. He's, he's on E three. Yeah. He's on. He's like the Noel Fielding of the eighties. Exactly. I love that. Isn't Noel Fielding the Noel Fielding of the eighties? If we're he's, he's a, a ton, of he's the eighteen eighties. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I guess, that's good. Um, that duo is just on Bake Off. Okay. Like, what in the... Can we break it down? 
like what are you talking about? Rocky and Bullwinkle, Adam Stanley shit is that? You're talking about the host from Big Off. Off? So it's Noel Fielding, old Greg himself, and what's his name? Oh my God, from Little Britain. Matt? Matt Fudge. What's his name? David Walliams and Matt. What is wrong with me? God. I refuse to look it up. Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. God, that's one of those names that just goes over your head. I can't believe the Little Britain sketches. No, we it like can't even be discussed. Okay. They are so they I mean, let's just say they did not at all age very well. No, they didn't. Um Yeah, but that duo is just I know. For some I don't think they're a great hosting does duo. Nope. It doesn't I like Noel Fielding on it, but I, I need a female co-host I don't, or something. Yeah, there's not enough lady energy in a baking show. Please. Right. Like I just miss um Sue. Sue and our other girl. I just miss them. I loved them. And I'm kind of a purist when it comes to it. I miss Mary yeah, Berry. Yeah. Even though I like Prue, you know, I like Mary Berry. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, but uh, back to what I was talking about 45,000 subjects ago, which was <laughs> what we're doing today, <laughs> which is questions. And let's, I think we should just dive right in because there's okay. some great ones on here. And the, oh, yeah. You know what? Wunderbar. The reason that, um, yeah, we're doing this kind of thing is because we are super busy. So many things are going on, but they're all fantastic things. And I can't wait. A to lot tell, of things in the works. I can't wait to tell you guys about things that people have been asking about. And I say we're working on it. We hope to be able to. We're working. Something's coming back. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. That was too much already. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too much. I already said too much. All right. Let's get these questions and by the way, thank you guys for sending in these questions. And since we're going to probably be doing Q&As for, you know, a couple of episodes. Yeah. Feel free to email podcast at bijoucandles.com with any like topics. I really like it when people like suggest topics or ask for advice. I really like that. Yeah, me too. So if we need advice, just ask us. We love to give uh, advice that we're not advice. exactly experts on anything except for just doing Living. this. <laughs> Sliving. Sliving. All right. You ready for a question? Yeah. Okay. This off the bat. This is just so fun. Favorite Seinfeld episodes slash moments. Oh, my God. Where do I begin? I Like my whole life just flashed before my eyes. First of all, I, I do think it's uh, even if we've already established it, let's reestablish what your sun, moon and stars are for your Seinfeld characters. I think that I am a Jerry son. Correct. I, if you were going to say something different, I was going to be like, you're wrong. <laughs> a Kramer rising. Okay. No, a Kramer moon. Yeah. And a George rising. Hell yeah. I'm not really Elaine. You're not. I don't interact with like, I don't date men. So like, I feel like her, a lot of her storylines are about like dating Yeah, men. she mentioned the bisque. Right. I think you are on the money with that. I'm yeah. going to throw you're, something out there. There's a, there's a Newman placement somewhere in your chart. It's not <gasps> your big three, but there is a Newman there. And it's, is it because he drives the, the car and he's like once, twice, and he's like, and he's three like three times, and then he like bursts into flames. He's goofy, but like petty, and like yeah, he's so petty. you're like you can be really yeah, funny. Yeah, but Jerry's really petty. Exactly, but the fact that those two are at odds with each other feels deeply, deeply. Eastern European to me and okay. feels good like feels like no, that's you know part what it of is you. like I'm a Jerry son so I have a Newman it's not in my own chart but there will be a Newman character in my life you know what you're right 
Like they're I have an arch nemesis and like they don't even know. Right. But I do have one. Yep. Oh wow. And you know who it is. Okay. <laughs> you and God know who it is. Yep. I'm gonna keep that between I'm gonna keep that in the marriage bed. Yeah. And do you know what else? Guys, I'm Jerry? I'm actually gonna claim spousal privilege on this. Yeah, that's not one that's, that's not that's leaving the, books. In the vault. <laughs> um Jerry is so neurotic and yeah. like tidy. This I'm, is and I'm very much like that. You are literally exactly like that. And also the fits. I look great in a pair of jeans. You do. And uh, that's your gift. And are you ready for mine? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. I'm aware. I'm a triple George. You're George season one son? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm a George rising cap moon. Um, Your George moon is George with a toupee. Um, why did I say cap? Go Capricorn. Yeah. Rising sun and moon is what I meant. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, fucking George. Um, you know, we we drop Seinfeld lines like constantly. Yeah. I was in the pool. I was you're in the bald. pool. You're bald. Um, uh, Dolores. Oh, Dolores is one of the best ones. Dolores. It's literally like, okay, so what, one of my favorite things about Seinfeld, yeah. like on a whole, is the fake names of movies and plays. Oh, my God. Rochelle. Chunnel. Rochelle. Chunnel. You know, like what, that might, one of my favorite things is like. Why don't you just tell me your phone number when oh, Kramer like pretends to be the so movie good. phone guy? Oh, you want to know one of the most? And he's like Susan Sarandon, Kevin Bacon in Chunnel. I don't think it's that one, but you know when he. Oh, you're talking about when Kramer has his, he thinks his voice. He's he, the movie phone guy. He has the movie phone number. Yeah, he gets the same phone number and has to yeah. do the thing. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, one of the most quotable quotes in in life. Huh. I don't want a big salad, you right. The episode, the, the double dipping too. Yes, there. I mean, they invented culture. Like Mulligatani. it's a big. I say mulligatani all the right? time. Right? No soup for you. Yeah. It is one of the most prevalent things relevant rel- in our current society. We use it's it it's pop culture. Like giants. I am, I am yeah. the way that I am because I grew up watching so much Seinfeld. I know. Like there was one time I was staying. My sister was like living in the city when I was in high school. I was in high school in Florida, and. I you came like, to visit? I would come visit her all the time. And she was like in residency. She was a doctor. And like this one time she was like, you know, on call all day. So I just sat on her couch and watched 20, like literally 24 hours straight of Seinfeld. Yeah. And it was like the best day of my life. Yeah, no, that's a good day. It's Ugh. just such. I love it so much. A perfect good show. I don't even know what my favorite episode is. There's so many. Yeah. I, I love mean, the episode. Um, I think George has a really good moment. <laughs> when he's waiting for the phone at the Chinese food restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. We're living in a society, people! Yeah. Like, that's really good. Those, like, early episodes are so funny. They're so funny. When they get lost in the mall parking lot. Okay, so and then that was, tease. like, the one episode that I had on tape when yeah. we moved to Vienna. And I watched that shit, like, every day. So I'm a little, like, triggered, but also somehow, like, nostalgic for that. Like, I feel very complicated about that episode. Okay. Because it's such a triggering episode yeah. already. Oh, oh, it's a lot. It's enraging. It's unbelievable. It's, like, it's full-blown just, like, catastrophe. Yeah. It's, like, panic attack, anxiety level 10. Right. The whole time. Like, there's a, f- a fish dying in a bag. Yeah. On top of everything else. And that's really where they got me. Oh, my God. But, like... The way that I can't, like think about Seinfeld, though, it's not like by episode. It's by like who they're dating. Like, I don't That's it's like so remember funny. like Marissa Tomei or like Manhands. Remember or, when like, they the killed, woman who looks like Jerry. Remember when they killed off George's friggin wife, fiance? Yes. 
because they didn't want to work with that actress anymore. Isn't yeah, that, she like wasn't getting the jokes. Isn't that like the thing? That she like, she like couldn't get the timing right. She was like really bad apparently to like play with. Oh my god, they had to kill her. Had to. God, they're just. It's like I love that when George gets a toupee, like all this stuff. George comes up with the puffy jacket. The puffy jacket. George and comes the up with some of the most preposterous. The bro. The bro. Oh my! How good was Jerry Stiller on that show? Jerry Stiller. And George's mom. I mean, the whole Costanza clan yeah. is really doing a lot of work. It is. They're Even, all screaming at the top of their lungs the constantly. Episode, the episodes with Jerry's family. Oh, my God. And Del Boca Vista. Del Boca Vista. I want, a Del, I want a Del Boca Vista t-shirt. I'm sure. I want yeah. a Del Boca Vista t-shirt and a Babyfoot Massachusetts I need a Babyfoot. No, Babyfoot in Massachusetts. Listen, we're snowbirds. We, we're from Babyfoot, Massachusetts. And then we do our winters in Del Boca yep. Vista. We take a luxury vehicle down. Yeah. I don't like to fly. We can't fly with the dog. Because you know why? I don't have the proper lymphatic drainage <laughs> and I can't possibly stand the puffiness. I don't like the snacks. On the plane. No, you need to bring your own. <laughs> Is this your, yeah. We're just like signed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. You, by the time you go to the airport, it's already 12 hours. Oh, how bad is his stand-up, though? <laughs> his stand-up is atrocious. Jerry's stand-up is... I mean, that's, like, part of it, right? It's supposed to be, it's, like, I a mean, little bad. It, it's only good as a show. What's the deal with this? Yeah. Like, it's just, with like... traffic. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah. Th- that's part of it. You ready for another Boobaloops question? Yeah. Okay. You don't want to just keep talking about Seinfeld? <laughs> for the rest of time? Yeah. Like, honestly, yes. Uh, there was a follow-up to that. It's like who you could cast yourself as. And Kramer. I, George. I want to play George. I think it would be very fulfilling for me. Yeah. It, yeah. It'd be very fulfilling. You are so much like George. I know. It's. I feel bad for myself, actually, which no, is such a George thing to say. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> like, I now. Oh, my God. Believe it or not. George, George isn't at home. Please leave a message <laughs> at, at the, the beep. beep. <laughs> I might be home or pick up the phone. Where, Where could, could it I be? be? Believe, Believe it or not, I'm not home. home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make so that my good. thing. But um, now when I watch Seinfeld now, I like feel different feelings about George. Okay, like I just like love him so much because you just because understand. He, it reminds me of you so much. <laughs> Can you elaborate? Like, like <clears throat> I agree, but he's like he's little, sure, but he's full of power. Oh, he emanates power, like that. He just has a presence, right? But nobody takes him seriously. Yeah, but like he doesn't fucking care, and oh, he I love just that. like he's has high. I don't know. He, he gets has, stuck on like details that make him crazy. Yeah, and like <laughs> so do you. And he also like can't stand like. He is somebody who's like, if we're going to do society, there's right. some social contracts that we all need to agree to. And like when people don't abide by those, he loses his fucking yeah. mind. And who can blame him? Who among us? OK, shall I give us another question? You shall. Oh, did you guys have a chance to see the polystyrene doc? Did we? Yes. OK, so we actually got invited to go to the premiere in Brooklyn but we unfortunately could not make it because we live out of the city now and we just could not make it with too work much stuff to do. Sadly, because we really wanted to go. It was on like a Tuesday night. And, yeah, you know, I we could not make it in. I have to come in by the who was going to watch Molly. Um, <laughs> but we 
watched it on Apple TV mm-hmm. and I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. I hope you guys got a chance to watch it. It was so good. It did you good had job. a really interesting experience with it, I thought. Yeah, she talks a lot. Well, not her, but like, you well, know. It's based on like her diaries and her daughter talks and, you know, they narrate like. I love how her, her daughter talks in it so much. She sounds exactly yeah, like her. She has this like like a kind of like high voice like Polly did, but the, and she has like the same kind of accent, but and she cadence. talks like really slowly. Yeah, and it's just like so like nice and fun. Yeah, it's it's makes it enjoyable it's to different. listen to. Like it's it almost not like has a, a rhythm to it. Yeah, she's like some people want to know if my some, mother was a good mom. Yeah, and it's like really like kind of. It sounds like a poem. Yeah. And that's how uh, a lot of the narration is of in Polly's voice. It's, it's like poetry. Yeah, it's very poetic. She has really good poetry because like or like in songwriting because it's so simple. Like Her, it's it's like just so effortless. During like, pre-adolescence is not, a perfect album of yeah, it like is. musical poetry is it's what it is. It's not overdone. Like she's not trying too hard. You know what like I mean? She literally gets up and she goes, this one's called this. And then she like does a slam poem. Yeah. And it's like beautiful she has an amazing voice and like i love saxophone so they're in the saxophone oh the, which is unusual. it's so cool and it was originally by like a high school girl who did it with that which is yeah. just like precious um but you said you had a really strong connection with it because oh yeah she talked ba- a lot about like, being biracial and um like she i mean for her she was born in like 57 how unusual was that to be right. biracial at that time right but um a lot of people say that they have a hard time with being biracial because it you get pulled in both directions and like you don't feel like you're part of either group really and it can be really hard. Um, but Polly was like basically saying like I I'm my own thing like it inspired me to like be something different. Right. You know what I mean? Like now I'm my own thing. Right. And like that's always kind of like how I felt. Mm-hmm. And so I related to that a lot. Like I always try to like forge my own path. Right. And be like okay well I'm neither of these things like i'm a new thing now like, right these like you know like half chinese half Slovak people are a new thing now i'm right. the first one in this line so right yeah I, which i think is cool no it's really it's because a lot of the themes in it i mean i felt personally connected to like i think anybody who watches this can find something that they can personally relate to because mm-hmm. it is just they really lay it all out there and you get to see her journey and like what the the good the bad the ugly yeah. all of it um and i felt like it was so non-biased it didn't like it wasn't like trying to make you think no, something about her it no. just presented everything and it then was you, like almost in her own words like it was really honestly it was like a lot of her own words yes it was really good and really well done but it really was a lot about like being other and making that okay and like that is the reason that you're a star yeah it could not because you're and not, and not just a star, but because, you know, why, what makes you special. What may, right. And it because it she was so many things against the system. She was half black, half white in a time when that was like mm-hmm. really not accepted or a thing. Yeah. And she was given shit for that. She was short. She was curvy. She had curly hair. She had braces, braces on her teeth. She didn't conform to how people dressed. She didn't conform to how people talked and did this and made friends like she didn't do anything conventionally conventional and like that is the most punk shit ever and she is to me one of the like if not the original punk yeah everyone references her 
She is everything about her voice is so good. You know what's so cool about it too, Elena? Even in like the genre, she's different. Like she's yeah, not the yeah, same yeah. as like you know Susie even right. People at that time, it just she's her own thing, and there's never been anybody like her since. Yeah. That album is one of the best albums of all she time. She was talking about shit like so ahead of her time. Talking about plastic. Yeah, that was her. Her name is referencing plastic. Yeah, and like disposable, disposable stuff, like culture, disposable people. It's and it also related to her too because she was like talking about how much she hates consumerism and like like whatever and consumption but she loves shopping and like right? same <laughs> that living in that sort of hypocrisy yeah. it's like it's like this is a don't hate the player hate the game yeah. type of situation like i hate this but like this is what is here to do in this thing and this yeah. is my favorite thing to do in this thing <laughs> for some reason like self-expression is my favorite thing right it is because that's so true i think like shopping especially like for clothes obviously and like accessories and things Mm -hmm. like that makeup all that even fucking candles even fucking candles it really is about being able to express ourselves and to feel like our environment it fits us and and that could be decorating yourself decorating your house decorating the fucking air yeah how it smells how it sounds i mean music is time is the decoration of time right right Yes, and scent is the decoration of. I like. Ooh, what was that? Memories? No. Ooh, interesting. That's interesting. But it's like having a that you know when you get to create like your own little space and your own little world. Yeah. Where you feel like you feel validated and understood and expressing yourself the way that you want. Like, do you know what's so crazy to like think about? Like, that's so basic, right? Right. Even pigs decorate their little pens. Like, they do. Which is so cute. How freaking cute is that? Pigs, man. They're just. We got to stop eating pigs. They're um, just if you eat pigs, so please reconsider. <laughs> please. You can do whatever you want, but like, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. They're um, so cute. That's just like what we're like, right? Because mm-hmm. whatever. But like this whole metaverse shit, not even Facebook, but like Web3, like living in a metaverse an alternate like, reality, an alternate reality. Right. like that's happening now i like what don't like, like it <laughs> what is reality even because like we're already living in a simulated experience because we can only experience what's happening just, with five senses it, ma- it makes more, me think right? about candles because <laughs> it makes me think about candles because yeah um I was thinking about like Web three and like how like we're moving forward into a world where people can exist in an alternate. Re- can you like, what's Web three or like you know like alternate realities, right? Like, like virtual reality kind of spaces. Yes, virtual reality. Sorry, where you step into these like virtual worlds and like you can play virtual games and go to virtual stores, but like and you can you know do that with like your eyes and your ears as much as you can, but like you can't re- like smell anything. Right. In the metaverse. Right. Like or taste anything yeah. or really feel anything. Yeah. It's just a perception, like a and visual like how, and audio like perception. What happens to your brain over time when like that's how you like cut out like three of your senses. Mm. I don't know. Just stuff I think about. That's weird. Yeah. That's something to think about. And then we, we is this like this evolution of like us becoming machine batteries where we just like are in a vat oh of God. gel watching some screen where they like take our energy in, the, in the machine wars. Where's John me. Connor? I mean, this is very the Matrix already. I mean, too. yeah. Um, 
So literally we were thinking about this kind of thing when, when we finished watching the Polly documentary, we were like, imagine if she could see what the, what's happening. Uh, now. Right. Exactly. God, like, she would like burn down Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Someone needs to. Right. Um, we're not condoning or uh, uh, conspiring to do anything to Amazon just for um, just asterisk. for the risk, just for the pod. <laughs> Dear listener. Yeah. No one is suggesting to do anything yeah. violent. <laughs> I'm not going to stop anyone, but <laughs> I didn't say to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. So, anyways, it was so good. And she really does like think about and bring up things that are so relevant now. She was yeah. so ahead of her time. She was worried about stuff that would seem preposterous to be worried about then but it's right? so correct she like was she literally so right. saw like plastic like came out right before her eyes and she was like this is a problem yes like right away she knew she's like this isn't gonna be good yeah and she's literally like oh so i have to be you know i have to wear your deodorant have to use your toothpaste yeah. and have to use this and be i'm a brand i'm this i'm i'm disposable yeah. i'm this like pop stars are disposable you use them and blah blah, blah. like she had like, all these thoughts about fame and everything yeah. and even like Oh, Bondage of Yours is about, like, slavery and, like, all of its forms. Right. She even says it's about... Like, I am a slave. Like, like literal slavery. The slavery of being a a woman. woman, A woman of color. Sex, sexual bondage. Um, And I think in an interview, they were asking her about, like, what what kind of bondage. She was like, well, all all of it, it, really. Yeah. It's phenomenal. She's so smart. I'm a humongous, humongous stan. Yeah. And even more solidified by... That she just had a really complicated and tough life and mm-hmm. she dealt with a lot of mental illness and things upon things upon things and she is an artist and yeah. a visionary and like I we highly, owe so much culture. I highly she recommend this movie. is so referenced. 10,000 10, out of 10. 10. By the way, this is the latest we've ever recorded. Yeah, it's like nighttime. And um, I come alive at night. I know we always like talk about it recording this time, but we just like want to be watching stuff at this time. We're so funny because like we'll go to record. Usually we get like our morning stuff done, do a record and then start the edit process. I'm doing a record. And by the time we do a record, it's like our witching hour, which is the afternoon. Oh my God, it is my witching hour. So we might as well just have to do just what keep the best the thing ever around. is hmm. like eating breakfast and then going back to sleep. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like you just have like a pancake belly and you go, go mm-hmm. besieps. All right, let's do another little question here. Okay. Gonna try to sneak in some bijou on my trip to Mexico for the hotel. What should I bring? Ooh. That's fun. Okay, Mexico. That's really cute. Enya. Ooh, Enya's really nice. That's that's nice. It's kind of stunning. Okay, cute. I want to say Whitney. Yeah. Freesia and citrus yeah, in nice. Mexico sounds really good. Um. I think Tanya would be nice. Yeah. I, I think citruses would be really good. I like the idea of doing some like soothing bath things because I feel like when you go to a hotel, they sometimes have better baths. Enya kind of is like a little bit like a mojito-y type thing, though. Oh, my God. You're right. It's like perfectly mojito-y. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good call. I would. And then Donna has like a sunscreen-y type Definitely smell, Donna. Donna, Enya, and Whitney. That's my. Yeah. Th- and honestly, those you could burn together. Hell yeah. Like would smell so good, actually. Oh, I love that. Mm. That's so fun. Yeah. Ooh, have fun in Mexico. That is like some true luxury living with sneaking candles into another country. You know what? Do on what, a vacation. Do what you got to do. That's hardcore. As epic. long as you're having safe candle practice, you know, who, who can stop that. us? You can't stop the candle coven from living their best life. I, that's like a type of woman. I love that. It's actually a gentleman. Oh, 
Hell yeah. Yes. Good for you. A beautiful, beautiful gentleman. Um, Let's see. Favorite supernatural slash fantasy shows. I've been Buffy. super into Discovery of Witches. Buffy. B- Buffy for sure. I also like Discovery of Witches. I re- what? Did I say that right? Yeah. You know what? When it gets later in the day, I get even more goobaloopy in the mouth. <laughs> A little more tongue-tied? Yeah. Um, I read The Discovery of Witches on my Kindle many, many moons ago. Would you like uh, an award? Yes, I would. I would give you one. Yeah, because I read th- so three impressed. books. I read three whole novels. Yeah. Um, I read them. Absolutely fucking loved them. Uh, alchemy mixed with yeah. like mythology and witchcraft. I mean, 10 out of 10. I love that. Uh-huh. First season, yes. Second season, I'm a little stuck in it. Uh-huh. I have to push through because I've heard it gets better in the third season. Yeah. So I'm a little stuck in it, but now you're inspiring me to push through because if you're super into it, I have to keep watching. It's honestly the stuff in like the, when is it, like the 500s? It, you know what it is? I feel like she's been in the France, the house with the... the yeah, like the, the old timey. Right, I'm just like, I'm sick of this. She's in there for a minute. And I like the part of the book when she's in England better in the olden time. Yeah. And they're really spending a lot of time in France and, you know. Uh-huh. Let's see what happens, guys. Um, I'm not like a huge... Um, fan of the genre, I have to say, of sci-fi. Really? Yeah, like nothing. Like the my the first thing that comes to mind is obviously Buffy. Like I, it's right. different for me because it's just like so of a time. You know, like it's like a cultural moment to me. On top of being like sci-fi. You know what sci-fi show I loved? Huh. Orphan Black. Yeah. Okay, but we also didn't finish it. Even I did. Oh, you did? Yes. It you was, just you love Tatiana Maslany too. I think she's one of the best actors. She's so ever. good. Um, that was really good and definitely sci-fi, yeah, right? I like, like, Black Mirror, if that counts. Oh, hell yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Me too. I love sort of, like, stuff about, like, oh, we live in space now. Oh, like, aliens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like Alien. Alien, in, oh, alien yeah, obviously. Yeah. And The um, Matrix. I like a lot of sci-fi, actually. Really? Think about all the stuff that's sci-fi that we like. Like what? I can't think of anything. Like, I like The Matrix and Terminator the movies. Does that count as sci-fi? Hell yeah. X-Files? <gasps> yeah, but that I put that with like Buffy. It's kind of like Devs? of the time. Yeah, but that petered out. These are like all sci-fi. Devs like, for what it's worth, I didn't love the show like in, until the end. But like it made me think about a lot of stuff. I, yeah, Devs, <laughs> what could, to me was like not a huge home run. But it, I liked it a lot. Yeah. And I liked the lot of things they were talking about. It stuck with me. Even more. Yeah. And that was a very 2020 early pandemic Oh, my God. Watch. Early pandemic. Can you believe that we're at a point where we have to break the pandemic up into time periods? Oh, remember Heroes? <laughs> remember the I show? I didn't watch it. Oh, it was good. I I can't with Hayden Panettiere. Sorry. You, you're, not, you're not a big Panettiere head? No. That's a hard pass what for me. What got you? What 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 era? Right away. Okay. Uh, remember just, the Titans. Uh, remember upon the Titans. It, upon impact. All I right. really don't like precocious young actor kids. They rub me the wrong way. Like like that Madison Bailey girl. Like you know kids that are just like schmackty. Is it okay? I see what you're saying. I, it, it, I don't like it because you can feel as like too fake on. Yeah, it makes me like my instincts make me want to like punch them in the face. Okay, well we're gonna leave that at that. <laughs> um, don't leave that. Leave that. On the dance floor. We're alone. I mean, I'm just like kind of looking up some of like the best popular sci-fi shows and stuff in the last. I mean, like we, I got really into Lost. Oh my god, our friend Allison is on Snowpiercer. Yeah, which Snowpiercer is phenomenal. Great. Yeah. Um, what else? You know, Star Wars. I can get Star down. Wars. 
I can't get down with Star Wars. I've tried so hard, but I just like it's not for even me. like the original ones. I appreciate the ingenuity, mm-hmm. but it's not for me. Okay, it's really not. Alrighty, that and, was always yeah. an option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick and Morty is sci-fi. I mean, Rick I and love Morty Rick is like Morty. my favorite show, guys. Yeah, okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. I love sci-fi. Yeah, I love it's. It's basically like. I love it to what sci-fi. if we apply science to a situation that hasn't happened, yeah. might happen, could happen, but it scientifically could be do you accurate. Know, do you know <laughs> um, whose sci-fi movies I love every time? Who? Tom Cream. God, Tom Cream. I love Minority Report. Yeah. I love Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. I love all the Mission Impossibles. I don't think that counts. Mission Impossible movies are so... Yeah, that's sci-fi. Is no it? one, because no one's doing that. <laughs> no one. I'm making a face. There has literally never been a special agent in the history of the friggin' world like that Tom Cream hung off the edge of a plane. It, only Tom Cream has done. Yeah, it. that's completely. Made How about up. 3D printing someone's face right beside them? Right. That's the sci-fi. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Mission Impossible is sci-fi. You know what else is? Born Identity. Born. No one's driving driving that fast. (laughs) Uh, You heard the movie 355? (laughs) Uh, It's the Born Identity, but for girls. (laughs) It's for ladies. Wait, what was I thinking about? Which was, I liked 355, I have to say. Yes. Oh, wait, what was that again? See, I forgot about it. It's the one with uh, Jessica Chastain and Diane Kruger. Yeah, I love that. Who is, Diane Kruger is doing a career pivot. See, I can't She's doing the Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale? Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Is there a D? Nope. Beck and Zale? Yeah. Beck and Zale. Yeah, you got from it. From Staten Island. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Diane Kluga yeah. is doing the Kate Beck and Zale yeah. and turning into an action star. She was just in that other thing that we watched. Don't ask me what it's called. It has like an innocuous name. It's like, don't fall after. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's like, goodbye, you. It was in German. Choose. We're learning German, so we watched a German movie. Choose. Danke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bier or Wasser, bitte? <laughs> Wurst, meine Wasserflasche. Oh, yours is way faster than mine. Mine is like tea und milk. <laughs> well, I, I lived in Vienna for like five years. I know, so. but I'm saying like the level that I'm on on my phone is like, do you know how to say hello? Yeah, it's like eins. Eins. <laughs> eins. And then <laughs> you have to speak into it at some point. And I'm like, I'm like, Bier or Wasser, bitte? Danke. <laughs> and Elena's like, I love how you do like an Angela Merkel voice on top of it. I'm Angela Merkel. You like become a character. That's how you learn a language. I know. I have to like mimic. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but who am I being? Okay. And I'm so going to be Diane Kugel now. Nice. Shoes. <laughs> Bussy. <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Oh, speaking of learning language, you know what I was thinking about? Hmm. All the phases we go through and how funny that is. Oh my God. Like, like if what? you were to look back on like the decade plus that we've been together the all the little phases that you and i go through together our moon phases we go through like we'll go through things where, where times we're obsessed with something right now we're in a trader joe's trader joe's salmon phase yeah that's a very and it, it crosses all it's like shows foods like right it's pu- so puzzles. yes for in the food in the food sector yep it's Trader Joe's frozen salmon it comes with a pats of butter on it the lemon aioli you butter put it in the oven Lemon or butter, yeah. It's yep. so good. It's so good. We are oh, no. It takes two. Oh no, na na. <laughs> um, it's so good. Wait, what phases were you thinking of? 
Um, remember we watched Alone, the show, uh, for oh like my God. months in a row? Yes. We were packing to move here. We were packing to move out. I remember like pumping those fucking sa- space saver bags watching for an entire alone. episode of Alone. We would literally like, what? We, had, we had to pack up a, a three bedroom apartment that we lived in for 15 yeah. years. And it was a lot of stuff to pack. So we would just put on Alone. And for those of you who have not watched it, it's people that are brought into the wilderness that are some sort of wilderness <laughs> I thought experts. I was going to say it was just... Um, about the band Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Till now, I always got my own. I really care to I'm a jail. Nice. Thank you. Um, and we, we would just be watching these. They're survivalists, so they yeah. like know what they're doing. And if they, whoever lasts the longest gets a million bucks. It's whoever lasts the longest. It's a million dollars, right? Yes. But and, these bitches will be out there for like 90 days. Oh, or more. Yeah. It's, it's this show gets crazy. It's good. It's a good like show. Like hundreds of days. You start to be like, can I survive this? What do I need oh, to pff, learn? As if I think that I could ever survive that. But you, you're, the brain takes note. You're like, ah, okay, body body fat. Yeah, you're then like, you okay. watch like Yellow Jackets and you're just like, I hope I find a house. Yo. And a deer... Satan, Satan Lord, that can just a de- possess me. Dear Satan Lord. Whatever Man, it is. Yeah. What, what, just take me over. What is going to happen? Give me the powers. Please. Seriously. At this point, I'll sign the book. Yeah. I'll mark my name <laughs> yes. in the book. I want to eat butter. i myself to do I it. I want to wear fancy dresses. Yeah. And I want to dance I naked in the I want to float into the air yeah. and giggle. Me too. Same. Mm. That sounds great. I'll eat children. <laughs> <laughs> No problem. Why are you like this? Um, <laughs> this bitch is like, won't eat pigs, won't eat this. She's like, you know what? I'm a witch in the woods. Yep. What? Hold, watch out for Hopefully your. Hopefully, it's Hayden Panettiere. Stop yourself. She's an adult. <laughs> How funny is she's an adult? <laughs> she's an adult. Something she knows. <laughs> Another phase we went through is like. An ab fab phase. Oh, big time. Okay, here's like some of the shows that we went through phases with. Okay. Babysitter's Club. The 1990s yeah. Babysitter's Club. Yep. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Around the same time as the Babysitter's Club phase. A big, big 90s children's tween television phase. Yes. And we would come home from being drunk and put these shows on, drunk in bed, mm-hmm. and we would watch these shows. Hold each other. And post all the shows on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, we're watching yeah. <laughs> this. At Becky's a fucking yeah. bitch. She is, though. She um, is. And Danny you know what? Tamborelli. Claudia needs more boundaries. And she does. She needs to learn how to say no. She needs to say no to the Zukowski twins. What are they called? Oh, God, I can't with the The Dombrowski yeah. boys. Danny Tamborelli. Danny Tamborelli was absolutely torturing these kids so who's the girl like what's the name of the girl who was like a model and she was diabetic oh fuck um she had curl she has curly yeah. hair no i can i could i could honestly paint i, don't, I could so paint her for names. you yeah um her name is like felicity lily is no it's not um but mostly the only reason we would watch the babysitter's club is for you can always come on me and i can get on you anyways was that what the question was um oh you know why else i watched babysitter's club though 
Why? To see Claudia's earrings. Oh, you mean I'm going to put them in my special treasure I'm tree? In my box. <laughs> I, if no yeah. one has seen I Babysitter's Club, just go ahead for 30 seconds because this is just going to be a bunch you of... You will regret it. bunch of Babysitter's Club references. <laughs> and Becky was always just like... She's such a nag. I mean, she's like, did you steal them? <laughs> like, okay, Becky. You said you were free on Friday. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Pull that ponytail a little bit tighter. You're going to end up with traction alopecia, Ugh. and I'm not going to be able to fix it. You know oh, what? wait. Be- There's actually a segue for that, because I saw a question about hair in here. Oh. Did you want to say something about, while I look it up? No. Okay, I was just like, what is this going to be? Okay, wait. Here's another question. Uh, hairdresser question. Oh, nice. Will a Brazilian blowout ruin my wavy curly hair? Yes. <laughs> Is that what it's for? I mean, it will. Yeah, you're chemically breaking down your hair. Oh, my God. Keep your wavy curly hair. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. Please I mean, continue. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, this is So here's the thing. If you wear your hair straight a lot and it's like that's your preferred method of hair. It does make it a lot easier if you have curly, wavy hair, if you do have a straightening treatment. That Mm. is true. But it is very damaging to the cuticle, and you kind of have to keep it up. I love it when she gets like this. You kind of have to keep it up. And it's the kind of thing, too, like, if you decide you don't really like it, there'll be, like, a line of demarcation, and then you get puffy roots coming in. puffy roots. So when when you do decide to go for one, it's kind of a commitment that this is what you're gonna do. It can. I've heard some people say, oh, it relaxed my curls. And it was when when I let it air dry, it was like wavy and it was kind of nice. That can happen. But ultimately, the best thing that you can do for your hair. And I'm all about like, listen to me. I like bleached the shit out of my hair. <laughs> but like if you're I don't know, I think like beautiful wavy curly hair that's really that's healthy like, and well taken hair. care of is just like the bomb. I would I, die for curly me wavy too. hair. I, I think it's beautiful. Um, and I would. Yeah, I would. I would even say enhance it. Maybe, right, I was going to say, maybe look into Diffusers. some ways to enhance your natural curls, some nice moisturizing products. Because na- curly and wavy hair, it can often be a little bit drier mm. and it needs a lot more moisture. So things like Brazilian treatments and straightening treatments, can they really dry your hair out. So you have to like add a lot of product into it and it's just more work. So if you don't, if you want to take care of like your hair health and be able to wear it waving curly, I probably wouldn't do a Brazilian straightening treatment. What was the thing that Shannon got what, like a few times? Oh, I used to do this treatment. Well, Shannon liked to wear her hair really straight at the yeah, time. Yeah, but it worked nicely, but it wasn't but a Brazilian. I don't think it exists anymore. Oh. It was like a in-between, of, it was by Kenra. Uh-huh. So if you guys look it up, it's like a Kenra straight. I think they discontinued it, but it was like a why. milder version of it that kind of helped to seal the cuticle as opposed to like kind of blasting it mm-hmm. it's just like less it was less chemically um but she's since gone yeah curly she, yeah, and, and her hair so looks good. so good so that's just why i say that because one oh you know what shampoo i love for curly hair mm. and for, for chemical treated hair new wash i love new wash guys if you have like drier hair chemical treated hair or curly hair. I it's love a it. one-step wash. It's kind of like um almost like a condition wash. Yeah. It sounds kind of weird. Give it a try. If you have kind of naturally fine or oily hair, I would probably give it a miss. Yeah. Um or you could use it 
maybe two days on. Yeah, like if you work out do every a, day and like don't want to wash your hair fully every day. You wash is great for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but if you want to do like something clarifying once in a blue, that would be good too. I love it. And like they also make hair balm. A really nice hair balm it's that you BALM. can let your hair air dry with. I great. love it. And I love their t- the t- texture spray. Yeah, they make really good stuff. The texture spray is good because hair it does Hair Story. It's my hair story. Hair Story. That's the company. Hair Story. It's called New Wash. And it's really simple stuff. It's I really so like nice. it a lot. And it smells so good. It does. And it doesn't smell too much. No. It's really nice. It like allowed my hair to ha- like regain like a natural kind of waviness that it has, even though it's bleached. Oh, I know. It looks so good. Yeah. And for me, I was having issues with my scalp. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. We have hard water here. And when we moved here, I was having issues with my scalp. It was like kind of getting dry and itchy. And the new wash like completely fixed it. This is not an ad or sponsored at all. But if they want if to, they, they want can send to. me a bottle. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys. If you ever want to ask me some hair questions, please let me use my brain. Let me I try. I want to ask me hair questions. Yeah, ask Elena. She knows. <laughs> she she knows about hair. Okay. I just threw osmosis. Osmosis Jones. I was waiting for that. Like I was like, when is she going to say that? Um, <laughs> recent puzzle conquests. Have to admit, been too busy. Too busy for puzzles. <laughs> We're doing our professional puzzle. Right. That being said, our friend Zen just sent us two really good puzzles yeah. that I cannot wait to do. How sweet was that? I mean, is there anything so cuter than precious. a friend sending you puzzles when they find out you like doing puzzles? Oh, thank you, like Zen. The it's, thing. Like, it's so cute. Um, but one of them is an astrology one yeah. that has gold foil on it. And y'all know Elena and I love some gold foil. I love a gold foil. And it has like a kind of like nebulous, you know, space. Because, you know, we love space. Yeah. And then the other one is like famous women in time and history. And there's definitely some Candle Coven members on there. So there's Sarah from Labyrinth on there. Oh, my God. Sarah from Labyrinth. Oh my God. Can you tell them about your David Bowie dream? Oh, you guys. I am not one to talk about dreams. She's really I'm a not. Capricorn, She's really okay? Not. It's too lofty for In me. In fact, like, she rarely ever tells me about a dream because she knows that, like. I mean, I just. It one didn't of my, happen. One of my favorite <laughs> John Oliver things that's ever. That he ever said that, like, always sticks with me. Yeah. He, refer- he called something. As boring as a pair of dockers telling someone about its dreams. <laughs> Which, a pair like, of khakis. Yeah, a pair of khakis talking about their dreams. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, my God. But, but yes, you do you do not subject me to hearing about your dreams. No. And you even get upset when other people subject you to a long dream story. You, have you ever had somebody tell you really long dream stories? And, it, no one cares. And you're just like. I'm sorry, but this didn't happen. If you want to talk about a dream, it, it can be a sentence. You'd be like, hey, I like shat my pants in my dream. Ha ha. Right. Like I had sex with so-and-so in my yeah. dream. Like, I actually that- had a dream the other night where I was looking to shit at a party. Yes. And that, I told Jocelyn about that. The minute dream. she woke up, she was like, I, I am so tired. And I was like, why? She goes, all night long in my dreams, I was looking for somewhere to go shit. At a party. Is And I was like, do you actually have to poop? And she was like, no. In a house party. Can you imagine? It was me touring different bathrooms and looking at toilets oh, that were like my exploding God. my face all night long. <laughs> And thank God my mommy and daddy were there. <laughs> There's nothing more comforting than your mommy and daddy when you have to take a huge shit. Oh, my God. Do you Talk know about pack animal for thing for you. Yeah. Oh, this is like we have each other's back so hard when it comes to pooping. Oh, yeah. You guys, my you guys sister, are a poop safety house. come to the bathroom with me and stand in front of the door and, and be like, oh, they're fixing something so I could shit. Oh, she's good. Right? That is good. Oh, God bless. Anyway, sorry. Your David Bowie dream. 
Right, if you insist. Um, I just think I no, do it's, think it was, it's interesting. It was enough. a very cool yeah. dream. Okay, so it's been a few days now, so I'm going to try and re- recall it as best I as I can. I think it was real. Okay, well, I so I'm in my dream, and I'm having this like family style dinner at like a really nice restaurant. Like my whole family is there. Like even my grandmother's there who's passed away, like everyone was there. And it was like the kind of vibe was like, oh, a graduation dinner or mm-hmm. this dinner. It was very like, it was an occasion. Was it at the Longhorn Steakhouse? <laughs> not, not quite, <laughs> not quite as nice as a Longhorn. Okay. I'm just kidding. It was, I, it was a nondescript, like, you know, like dimly lit, dimly kind of, yeah. lit, you know, long table, whatever it is. Yes. And I'm not really sure why we're there, but I know that, for some reason, David Bowie is coming. Okay. And I'm just like, why is, okay, David Bowie's coming. Like he, in my, it made sense that in this momentous occasion, he was going to come and have dinner for me. Yeah. Cause I like, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. He's so, your favorite. I would say, are you? Yeah. So he shows up and it's David Bowie, like right as we knew him, like before he left us, like he's oh. older, and he's wearing like a suit, but he looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And he had a turtleneck on, actually. Ooh, nice. Yes. And he sits right to my right at the table. And like my family's kind of all talking amongst themselves. And I'm like, just like, oh my God, like I can't believe you're here. And like I could see his eyes, like, like as if they were real. It was like so vivid. Like uh-huh. it was like the one pupil was big. It was like just very weird. He was uh-huh. a real person, like right in front of me. And I was like, oh, we're both Capricorns. And he was like, oh, I, that's so funny. I love that. And he was just like being really nice and encouraging to me. And he was like very interested to be there and like wanted to make me feel like I was doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And like, like just was like, you're doing a great job. Like everyone is like so proud of you and whatever. And it came to a point where he was, he was like walking to the front and he was like, can you just walk out with me? And so I was like, sure. And so I like went to walk him out and he was just like saying like, it was so good to see you. And like, it was just very reassuring. Like the word, it was almost like the communication was telepathic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like. It was more like feelings. Yes, it was feelings. And then he said to me, go back to the table. I left something there for you in a bag. And I was like, okay. And so I like turned around to go look at the table. And when I turned back, he was gone. Mm -hmm. So I walked over to the table and like right where he was sitting in this bag was like this scrapbook. And I pulled it out and it was literally like pictures and newspaper clippings and like mementos and things from my life that he had saved. And he wrote notes next to them just saying, you did such a good job here. I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. I'm like choked up. It was it sounds so dumb. It was so touching. I feel like it's real. It felt so real. <laughs> and I was so, just like so real. I was just like this that okay, thank you. I just felt like this sense of knowing that like I was doing it was almost like the universe telling me in a way that I would want to hear it. Yeah. That I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right thing. Right, right. It is, yeah, interesting. Like they used used the likeness of David Bowie to give you a message. And something else I just want to let you know too, because in the dream I questioned that. And like a lot of the times when we were talking, it was, you know, like the part in Harry Potter where Harry momentarily dies and he goes into King's Cross and he's talking to Dumbledore and they're like in this like kind of 
vacuum together where they're just like speaking back like and the forth. white space one? the white space yeah. exactly it was kind of that vibe and like sometimes he was talking to me and sometimes we were just like telekinetic telepathically communicating uh-huh. right and i also had this knowing in my mind that he was me and i was him yeah and i was everyone and so was he i mean yeah and he was this showing the, yes. me the book as if to say like this is my book book too like yes. this is my life too yes this is we are this is our experience we yes. are all having this yes and um it time was, is a flat circle it was really cool it was a cool dream and i woke up right away i was like i just had the most amazing dream it just made me feel very good yeah anyways i've already taken enough, enough no i think that's such a cool dreams. i think that's so cool <laughs> it was cool once in a blue moon i'll have a dream that sticks with me that was one and then another one was this the most unbelievable dream i've ever had in my life I'm standing in this like in as if I'm inside the leaning tower of Pisa, but it's like not no. leaning. It's just like a big, tall t- building. Uh-huh. And there's like balconies, balconies, balconies all the way up. And it's just like straight up and down. Uh-huh. And it's all like dark and warm and red. And it's not even warm. It's like warm with a breeze, like the best temperature you can imagine. And uh-huh. it like tickles your skin with the breeze. And in the bottom of it, the band Seeger Ross is playing. No. And the, the music Stephen Gangler is is emanating from the bottom. And everyone in there is like leaning over the balconies. And the music is coming all around us and like pumping up through Jeez. the building. And I, I just we were all just like it well, was it amazing. is like whale sounds, isn't it? It was beautiful. It was and I woke up and I was like, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever That's seen. That's fucking crazy. It was crazy. And then I saw them play live and I cried. We cried the whole time. My whole friends. We were in high school. And we were like, oh, my God. It's the most beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a good Absolutely one. Absolutely gorgeous. Look at us talking about our dreams now. Oh, you see, that's that's why you can't talk about dreams. It's you one know, thing. And can I just another. tell you my reoccurring dream that I had as a kid growing up? But I think we should just go for caused it. it. Yeah. Something that stuck with me so much. It's still, you know, it's it still kind of sticks with me. It's like in my subconscious. Mm hmm. When Monica Sellis got stabbed oh, yeah. while playing on the tennis court. Right. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was in the 90s. Monica Sellis was playing tennis, being like, oh, mm-hmm. she was already like super vocal and loud. So this guy like runs on the court and fucking stabs her in the middle of the match. Unbelievable. And she's just like screaming and wailing. And this happened on TV. So traumatizing. It traumatized me. That like I started getting reoccurring dreams that my mom would like get stabbed. Oh my god! Like that's in front awful. of like where we would get like our pastries in the morning. Oh god! And just like fucking every night I would have it. That's it was, traumatizing. Like, yeah, it was traumatizing. That is so scary. Yeah. God, the nineties were the wild west. I I was able to break it though. How'd you do that? I've done like some funny things to to to, to, to like, retrain yourself. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going. I was I was really into The Simpsons when I was a kid. Right. And I was like, I'm going to go to sleep and Chief Wiggum is going to come save my mom. And he did. You incepted yourself. I incepted myself. You know what? That's good. I did another time. Can I tell you about another Please, time? Please, by all means. So the you episode. You know how it thrills me when people talk about their dreams. No, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, not even talking about dreams. I'm not. I'm anymore. kidding. I love it. Um, The episode of X-Files. Eugene. Mr. Courtney Stodden. Yep. As Eugene. He is uh, the creature that steals people's livers and eats them and eats them and also creates a home for himself at the mall. He can fit through any space. Yes. And so he would like I unscrew. Think it's a, is it a two episode arc? Yes, it is. 
he would like unscrew the screws from behind and like a vent and like sneak in people's houses and kill yeah. them. It fucking scared the shit out of me. So scary. That, like when I went to the bathroom, every time I went to the bathroom, we had this vent. I would check and see if the screws were like in a different position. Oh, good. That's good. Someone has to. Right. Someone has Am to. Am I the check only one the working here? Screws. Jesus. For it's the exhausting. Love of God. I accepted that by watching it over and over again and forcing myself to laugh. Wow, it worked. You, you're hardcore. I know. It worked. What is this? A clockwork orange? It did was. You, did you hold your it eyeballs? Was literally. Open? No, but Jocelyn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, it was affecting my life. No, it's it, when something has power over you. Yeah. You, you have to. You have no power over me. Exactly. Labyrinth it and face it. Exactly. And that's then when that's David what the movie Bowie comes to your dreams. Yes. Full something she knows. <laughs> All right. Let's do another question. Do you have plans to introduce new vessels like the graphics used for the 70s and 80s icon collection? I think she means maybe the classic vessels that have the screen printing on them. Hmm. I don't know what she means. Or is it a she? Yeah. I think they we mean. We do. We are introducing yes. new vessels, though. Yes, we are. We're working on all the vessels that you see that we have. We're working on new versions of all of those. Maybe some new vessels. Mm -hmm. We absolutely are. You guys, we are we working on so much stuff. This is a crazy year. Things are crazy. Yeah, we um, it we're making a lot of moves this year. It's There's, been a roller coaster ride. It's already been a lot of changes. Um, I'm sure I, we can talk about one of the changes. We are moving fulfillment centers right now. Yeah, so you'll probably see. That there'll be a, a small couple days break in fulfillment, but we'll let y'all know about that. It'll be fine. Um, but that's been a lot because that's like our biggest thing is making sure everything gets to you guys safe, sound, yeah. quickly, correctly, and with all the little things that we want it to come with. So that's going to happen. We're really excited about that. Mm -hmm. And we have new collections that we're working on. And we are really new, excited about them. New projects. New projects. We're just like, there's a lot happening and it's all very fun things. Yeah. So thanks for sticking around. Stay tuned. And um, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. We just love you guys so much and appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Like a lot. Like a lot. All of Every time you order and tell people and repost and gift it's it, it means everything to us and it helps keep our small business afloat yeah so that we can continue to create these fun things and mm -hmm. do this podcast and everything and so it means the, the world to us and thank you yeah thank you and if you enjoyed this podcast go buy a candle <laughs> <Donka shin. laughs> thank you all right so let's do let's do one final question of the day okay this is a really fun question to end on mm. Fave scent memories or associations. Ooh, that's fun. That's a good one. <sighs> okay, let me think. My fave scent. Memory. I, I have a, I have one that comes up, but go ahead. You do. Go ahead. Do you, okay. Um, the first like smell that ever captivated or like that I loved. Mm -hmm. I my sister always smells so good. Mm -hmm. And when I was, she's seventeen years older than me, so she was like you know almost an adult when I was born. Right. But like, so ever since I can remember, she always smelled like Chanel Allure. She's been wearing Chanel Allure since like I was a baby. Yeah. And like something, how it mixes with her. That's it's like such a good smell. The, it smells so good. Does she still wear it? I think she does. Yeah, it's a really good signature scent. And like, so she wasn't always around because she obviously went to college when I was like one. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. You had like a little, another little mommy. I That's know. like precious. So like whenever she would come home, it was like the most exciting time. Oh yeah. So like. That smell I associate with that. That's so sweet. Yeah. 
I love that. My well, I grew up with honestly, all of my parents are scent people. Yeah. My dad wears scent. My mom wears scent. My grandmother was a big my grandmother was huge into scent. What does she wear? Um, one of the ones, this is such a funny one, that she wore in her like later years was Davidoff Cool Water. Which one is that? Do we have it? No. I'll have to maybe I'll Davidoff, get Davidoff, by the way. Yeah, I think that's who who makes it. Let me list the nineties were a thing, huh? Oh. Davidoff. Cool what water. What I would give to go to a sharper image. Oh. Cool water mm. for women by Davidoff. Was there like a commercial is for it? Is it Davidoff? Davidoff. It's yeah. gotta be that. It looks like that, that blue bottle. <gasps> yeah, okay. So that makes me think of her. My mom wore beautiful Estee Lauder. Uh-huh. That is like a huge scent for me. Um, this is like so funny that this means a lot to me because I don't eat beef, but mm-hmm. my grandmother's pot roast smell. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Because she used to, like, we were so lucky because we grew up in a house with my grandmother and my mom. So when we would come home from school, my grandmother had been preparing like a 1950s housewife dinner for us every fucking night. Yeah. Every night, this woman made us a beautiful meal with sides uh-huh. and a dessert and bread and this like every night. Like yeah. it's, it was so nice to be, and we all sat down with my mom and my Grammy and my sister that's and like I. Luxury. That's amazing. We sat down at the kitchen table and ate dinner every single night. That's like next level. A home cooked meal. I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, it was you like were one healthy woman. I was a healthy girl. Um, and God, that's nice. when you when I would walk up the driveway, you could smell it in the driveway, <gasps> and her cooking, you would smell it on the whole street, Elena, and or there'd be like the, dogs at the okay, front door. Okay, so we had. They were at, there were two different dogs over the course of the time that we lived in this house that repeatedly came and sat on the porch That's because incredible. of my room. And we'd have to bring them back. Like we one was this huge bulldog, like an English bulldog that would break through his electric fence. <laughs> and he lived at the top of the hill and we lived at the bottom of the hill. He'd be like, Pauline. Yeah. He's like, we're going to go down and see what's going on in Pauline's. <laughs> and like he um, we would have my sister and I would have to bring him back up. And he was really hard to move because he oh was a stubborn, God. huge toad. And you didn't have a skateboard or anything. <laughs> I, and they love skateboards. Yeah, they love skateboards. And then there was this other dog that was, I forget what kind of dog, like a lab mix or something. It was another big dog that used to come too. I mean, That's incredible. Yeah. Is that the Polish in her or is it the Irish or both? I would say both. Yeah. she That woman, uh, boiled dinner, peasant mm. food. Yeah. Not only did she know how to make like really good like peasant food, like boiled Polish boiled dinners, Irish boiled dinners, and then she'd make like the 1950s housewife stuff because yeah. that was like her time period. What weird like depression food did she make? Anything weird? One of my favorite recipes that she made was it's a hamburger that you make it you Ooh, like, like season yeah. it. I know what you, you're going to say. And you put you make it into a patty and you cook it like like on a stovetop. Like a flat whatever. And you add a can of Campbell's tomato soup Mm -hmm. and you have it with mashed potatoes and peas. And apparently like it was a depression ever meal that was supposed to be like a steak yeah. Or like with sauce, like it was supposed to be like, you know, we couldn't have cuts of meat like that. So right, you right, use right. Ground, lots of meatloaf, stuff with filler in but, it. But back then it would be like 50% like hamster pellets. Right. Who knows? Probably Can hamster pellets we were now. like rationing shit like that back then? And like right. a mere 70 years later, we came and like be arsed to wear masks. Wow. It's like ridiculous. You know, times they change. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, all those kinds of things are just like my mom smells really good, too. She's like big into perfume. Yeah. As well. She had so many different perfumes that I can't like name a specific one that she wore all the time. Mm -hmm. But she like experimented with different ones. But she always smelled good. Oh, it's the best. And another funny scent. When I was growing up, we traveled like a lot. So we would always stay in hotel rooms. Right. Yeah. And the smell of brown Listerine with farts is being in a hotel room with my dad. God bless. Same. I love him so dearly, but that's I mean, if you're, if it's, you, it's like so iconic in my brain. If you were born in the 1980s. Yep. If you don't, when you smell brown Listerine and yep. farts. Your dad used brown Listerine if you were born in the 80s. Oh, well, my dad used brown Listerine. Yeah. Not even a question. Did they pretend it was like oil? They, they thought it, it was, was like so manly. I don't know what it was, but it hurt. Um, yeah. Wait, speaking of scent memory. One of my very first scent memories, because when I lived with my dad, I lived with my mom and my dad from age one through six or zero through six, rather. Age um, zero through one, I was on my own baby. <laughs> Boss baby. You like were. Yeah, exactly. Look who's talking. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> but my dad is his hobby is drag racing and like fixing up cars and rebuilding cars. Yes, honey. Yes, he's like a. Yeah, he's a drag. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> but. So when I grew up, our little like den where we would hang out with like our TV room. Yeah. It was right where the garage door was. Like when you could like enter into the garage, there was like a door, uh-huh. whatever. And it always smelled a little bit like gasoline when uh-huh. he would come in. And I fucking love the smell of gas. I got a taste for yeah, it. Some people have Some people like it. It's because we were just around it. And it's like my dad would bring us like. Um, like if my mom had to work late, he would bring us like in our jammies, like me and my little sister to like, oh, we got to stop by this guy's garage. And we would see like all these like muscle cars and Damn. like then we'd go get Dairy Queen. But we were like the little girls in the garage and we were so funny. So gasoline is a kind of a comfort smell to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. But um, yeah, so my candles are gasoline, pot roast and then <laughs> and cool water by Davidoff. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Nothing is more iconic, though, than the cornflake smell of a dog's foot. Okay, sleeping dog. Sleeping dog For is those the who best know, smell. you know. It's just, and There's I don't want to like hear it. anything about a yeast infection. I know, <laughs> I know how dogs' feet work. But when dogs sweat, their little yeasty paws, paws. Just emanate. They it's smell like, corn like cornbread. They smell so good. They smell so good. Ugh. Molly, though, smells, and I'm not just saying this because she's my dog. People have said this yeah, to like, me about Molly. Yes. Molly smells good. She does. She smells and like And we know pretty. because this bitch sleeps on our faces all night long. Yeah. She I think spends- she just like honestly rubs herself all over us. Yeah. So she smells like my perfume, your perfume. Our laundry. Our laundry. And we like obsessively wash our sheets. We're those lesbians that just constantly are changing the you sheets. You know what I do too? In between washes, yeah. I wash the pillowcases. Elena will do. She does a week. I have to give Elena credit. She's the laundry wife. I'm the laundry. I'm like, it's so funny because I'm the cancer and I do the traditional mom stuff, like house stuff. Yep. And you're the cap and you do the traditional do, like bread making. I do the husband stuff. She does. You know what? Sometimes you are your star sign. Um, I don't have my own bank account. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for a reason. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, that I'm the laundry wife. I just realized that that makes me the Listerine and farts wife. It tracks. (laughs) 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 And that's why I have a candle company. 
We have IBS. We have <laughs> <laughs> And we always smoke weed. We Can- have IBS. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Wait, I'm the laundry yes, wife. I, I want to get my props. Yeah, she's I'm the gonna la- let you drop. She's the one. laundry wife, so I have to give you credit where credit is due. And you wash the sheets every week, and in the middle of the week, she washes the pillowcases. Isn't so? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the nicest thing for me? And I don't get any zits on my face I from know, the pillowcases. Nice. That's for Quite sure. Nice. But um, we do get you. this from Molly because she will spend all night going from back, back and forth from our pillows. Do you think she gives you zits? You don't have any zits, you big bitch. They're all under the crevasse. Internal. Yes. <laughs> ruin. They're ruin. Um, I think that's um the bottom of the questions for the day. Oh, we hit the bottom of the bowl. Yeah. Um, and also it's late and I gotta go seeps. I need to have my nighttime cereals. I gotta have like at least a piece of chocolate. <laughs> you gotta have a piece of chocolate. <laughs> um, but we love you guys and thank you for being patient with us. Yeah, we're gonna just bring we really you these. We're gonna bring it. you some goofy episodes for a few times yeah tell us give us goofy stuff to talk about these are good great podcast at bijoucandles.com you can also just message me and say for the podcast and yeah. on instagram and i'll be like got it i'll be like over and out check <laughs> copy that copy that you got it boss <laughs> you got it dude <laughs> thank you again for listening we love you so much and we'll see you guys soon bye, bye. bye.